Hello, friends. Happy holidays. Looks like I'm giving you two episodes today. I'm in a giving mood because it is the holiday season, but not to stress you out. But if you celebrate Christmas, I have a few questions for you. Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Did you get all your presents wrapped yet? Did you get them in the mail yet if you got to send them out? I went to the post office the other day and it was a very busy place. Everybody had masks on and the package drop-off slot was all jammed up with other packages. So I left and went back the next morning, got all my packages delivered. I feel good. I feel great about Christmas and the present side of things. Even though it's just going to be my girlfriend and I at home, I know everybody else is being safe and sound. So I'm feeling all right about it this year. I'm not normally a Christmas guy. But decorating the house, decorating the outside of the house has got me in the mood and getting my presents out on time. Now, I highly suggest going online and buying your postage and printing it out at home if you can. I did that. Saved me a lot of time and effort. Maybe I may have overpaid, but I wanted to make sure my packages got there and I didn't want to wait in line for very long. And I didn't have to. It was great. I'm not doing some commercial for buying your postage online. You can, you can do it. Go check it out. We're on the internet. Today's guest is Katie Pollack, and I want to apologize for the bad internet connection we had. It caused a delay between the questions and answers. We kind of explain our internet issues in the interview. I did some post-interview editing to cut down on the delays. Katie's journey, growing up in Lincoln, Nebraska, then moving all around the United States for a job and other life moments, it's very fascinating, and I don't want to give any of it away. So let's get to the story right now. So I was born in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in Lincoln, and I lived here until I think I was 12. And then we moved to Laramie, Wyoming. My mom actually, she was, her dad was in the forestry service. So he moved around a lot um, when she was growing up. And when he was getting closer to retirement, he settled in Shadron, Nebraska. And my dad was born down in Beatrice, Nebraska. So um, my mom moved around a lot. She was actually born, I think, in Colorado. And then um, she met my dad in college in Nebraska. So I don't know if that's native per se, but. Yeah. Sort of, well, a lot of people move around. Of Nebraska, is that correct? Um, and yeah. how'd she end up from Colorado? Yeah, so she was born in Colorado. And then um, she had, my mom had five brothers. And um, when, they, when they ended up settling, they settled in Shadron. And then they wound up in Lincoln. Um, because when they graduated, they both graduated from university of Nebraska here in Lincoln. And then they just stayed. My mom and dad did. Till they moved. To the best of us staying until the college (laughs) you met in. And so where do you, I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, siblings are. Oh yeah, so I'm actually oldest, youngest, the only child. 
No, I am the youngest of four. I have two older sisters and an older brother. So Andra, Danny, and Amanda. Wow. I don't yeah. think I have the oldest. Andra, sister. yeah. Andra, she, um, when we moved to Laramie, I think Danny was a junior when we, when we moved to Laramie. Um, I was in seventh grade and Amanda was a year older. So she was like in eighth grade and my oldest sister had actually just gotten married. So she stayed in Lincoln. Yes, I'm. Yeah, Dan was. Yeah, you're younger than me, I do believe. Yeah. And uh, so you got four siblings, and you're the youngest. You're the baby. Of I the, am. So, what was it? Which which sibling were you probably closer to? Did you hang out with the most growing up? Amanda, Amanda, hands down, because Andrew, Andrew was eight years older. And, um, so like, I was, I was kind of, I was always like the bratty little sister. She had to keep out of trouble. <laughs> you know. So like, I was the one that she would always end up having to babysit or do something like that. And so it, it's funny because we all, even now we're all, I talk to them all the time. We're all really close. So there there's like, I literally talk to both my sisters every day and probably Dan twice or three times a week still. Like, and we're all old now. <laughs> my, I mean, my research, one's stepsister, can't say we're in communication. Yeah, Facebook and all that. Uh, my little sister's a foreigner. Uh, but it seemed like we, we get along great when we're together. We all kind of go to a world of the United States and we're going to hang out. Like, well, my little sister now lives in Las Vegas, but she lived in. Florida. My older sister lived in Texas. I was in New York for a little bit. Now I'm back in Wyoming. My mom's like, well, I couldn't have spread you guys out anymore if I wanted to. And that's kind of the parents I had where they were like, go out and explore the world. I boomeranged yeah. back to Laramie, but that was for a job. My full plan was to go back to Oregon, but that never really worked out. I said, I'll be in Laramie five years. And then it's 17 years later. I'm not going anywhere. So like the sunshine here. I'll say that it, it was missing in Oregon when I go visit again. Because uh, growing up there, I, you don't know any better. It's all rain. Right. Cloudy all the time. I remember that we had a buyer time for being outside, but moving, going back and visiting family and friends. I'm like, wow, when does the sun come out? And they're like, oh, do you remember? And I'm like, I know that, but there's sun in Wyoming. It may be negative 40, but there's sun out. And so on a Lincoln, Nebraska, is falling around your sister. Like what kind of activities were you into growing up? So, you know, when, so we were well, like one thing that probably a lot of people, I don't know if, if they know, like, but we, when we were in Lincoln, we were, um, it was like parochial school all the way. We were Catholic school and we went to church like all the time. <laughs> so um, we, we did a lot of, um, and my parents did a lot of activities with the church. Like, so they would, they would do like bingo nights and, um, we would have to go and, and like babysit the church for like people, um, cause it was open 24 seven. So there would be times where we would just go and we would have to do that. So of course, um, we rebelled a lot. <laughs> so we did a lot of outside stuff. Um, <laughs> we, uh, whenever we could. 
we were we were not anywhere where an adult was around to tell us to to go do something. <laughs> I that firm hand of the church and uh, uh, keeping you guys trying to keep you active, but kind of yeah. I, yeah. I, craziness and acting out and doing all sorts of religious households. So I have no idea. Um, I went to church through friends up here and there, like spend the night at a friend's house. Oh, wait, now what is this about? And so, uh, I, I, I didn't with it or anything like, but I was bummed. Like people like you guys went to church and I had to sit home on a Sunday and do nothing. And yeah, so it sucked. I, I'd wait for my friends to get out of church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, but, you know, I mean, but once we, but that was, like I said, I mean, I was the youngest, so I probably, I obviously didn't get as much exposure as like Andrew and Danny did. Um, but after, after we moved and it was really funny because then when we moved to Laramie, um, I think we went to church once and my mom was like, nah, like I'm, I'm not down with this church. So then it just like stopped. It was like cold turkey. <laughs> wow. So, I, I, I guess I could, I was in Boy Scouts growing up in Oregon, moved here, kind of checked, checked it out and was like, no, I'm done with it. Yeah. Yeah. And but that's exactly. These different organizations. I'm sure your mom and dad, your whole family and everything were into your church because of the community it brought to you. Right. And it's hard to like get that same sense of community in a whole different town even though churches should open you in and shouldn't be that difficult and everything, but your mom was like, no, we're church now. And yeah. so today, yeah. did you guys hang at home? Uh, after, so, well, no. So I, like, ironically enough, um, we, like, I always, Danny always played football when he was growing up. He was on the football team and he did like track and stuff like that. And um, Amanda, uh, she did basketball and stuff like that. And then, and she did track. So like once we got there, um, they all actually, and myself included in junior high, um, we all got kind of into sports a little bit. And Danny still played in high yeah. school. Yeah. But then um, once I hit high school, it was, and it, that's probably the hardest thing is because like you go from, um, I always did volleyball for, for as long as I can remember. It was either like YMCA volleyball or church volleyball or whatever. And I moved there and I played volleyball. But when you're that, when you're 13 years old, like everybody has their groups established. So like the girls there, you know, oh, yeah. they had been playing since they were five or six. So um, I kind of stopped doing sports. Um, Danny still did. And I think Amanda kind of stopped too. And <laughs> we started a, we probably started getting into trouble more <laughs> because like all of a sudden there's no church, <laughs> there's no sports. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. I moved here right after seven. And yeah, Laramie was, is very, very clicking it. I said it took me five years, took me on my scene kick popularity door and because I was just good at sports because I'd played sports five years because I was tired of that clickiness. I, and I saw take it out of this whole thing. And next thing you know, my senior year, I'm like, 
everybody knew my name, stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't ask for this. It just happened. And I was, I was more angry. My best friend in high school was a bass player. He was in the band. Like I never, I didn't party. I was very do that because my time was spent on sports. Get out of Laramie thinking that was my ticket out of, out of here. And actually my senior year made me like Laramie a whole everything. But I noticed it was very clicky. And when you come, is when it, eighth grade is when it, all that, that popularity and clickiness starts. And so in a bigger city, a bigger area, and you come here to a smaller town. Yeah. And I, yeah. I rebelled a little bit. I doing a shin of done and of just being moved here you know i like i think i i lucked out um out of, out of kind of everyone well we, i mean we we all we did because when we moved to laramie um we ended up moving into a cul-de-sac and oh. had amazing neighbors um right across the street were the morrisons i don't know if you remember nolan and nathan okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they lived right across the street, and Danny and Nolan became like instant friends. And then I also like on the street. Also, we had um, Julie Groathouse and Jessica Cassidy, and they were so so nice. So I lucked out because like I I was immediately able to like at least have connections with someone my own age, and Danny did too. And I I mean they're sweethearts. Like they're, they're both amazing women. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we don't, I don't necessarily still talk to them, but just through Facebook and whatnot, but they've done amazing things with their lives. So couldn't be happier to know them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, uh, and everything did it great in the same moment. Like it was great to catch up and see what everybody was doing. And you're like, yeah, I know what you're up to. I have Facebook. And so you don't talk to those people. You know, that my tenure was that way. It was not, no Facebook. So we were good. We, we hung out. But by 20, we had, or we were back to our clicks of, well, we hung out in high school. And my two best friends, I went, it's not Ty and Ray. I would hang out with them anywhere we're at. So it doesn't just take a reunion or anything. But we did. We don't really talk to as many people because we saw out their Facebook status and everything. And there's no to like, yeah, Facebook. So I, I try to do my best to keep a mystery when it comes around to fit, uh, reunion time. Maybe, but I don't. I post everything, but it's mostly podcast, radio shows, and such. And so I just keep it a, a mystery to tell people what I'm really up to in my shows and such, and they can find out. So, how are you academically? This move-in and coming to Laramie it sometimes messes up the grades. Was it was it okay? Uh, yeah. So we, I mean, I always tease Amanda because Amanda um, is so smart. Like, she's so book smart. Um, she went on and she got her master's. And I'm like, well, you know, Amanda, there's two types of people in this world. <laughs> there's people like you who can just do school and be amazing and get your master's. And then there's people like me who have common sense. <laughs> So I wasn't a bad student, but I just never, um, I didn't like school. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. So. I understand. Yeah. I, I didn't either. 
um, I realized like I just had to do enough to at a certain moment and I kind of slacked and not kind of behind the curve. I'm left-handed. It was really hard to learn how to mirror people, how they write. And so it kind of backed me up in a lot of stuff like writing and spelling and just a lot of when it came to academic and I learned if I could put my hands on things, I learned better than like, say, take and so greatest, yes, I wasn't getting straight A, but I might be getting straight C's or straight B's. And well, that just moved you on the grade. And so, but I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I enjoy learning any time through college and or and I went maybe that's it because I am not forced to do this thing anymore. So just learning is is right. Like I, I'm, I like and so I'm a better student now. I'm not going back. That. Yeah. No. I. I. I'm just gonna say I was the like I. I would much rather pick up a book, or you know just read a book on my own than have have someone say okay chapters one through four are due tomorrow like outline them. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I did move a road trip and the guy was like, if they would have told me this much reading wasn't calling, what a reading. It took me a long, long time to read for pleasure. Formation. I read like non like I watch enough fictional things, Star Wars and all. I don't need to read books. Right. And so, uh, but yes, it, it, on the same, same place in education. So, and your sisters excelled at education. I know my oldest, older sister, she was awesome in school. School came so easy to her. And except for when she got to college. And that was more difficult because it didn't come as easy to her. And so, uh, she's a little bit. And, and I didn't know how to be a student. And so it took me a couple of years, kind of most, a lot of, but then I learned how to be a student and it all changed. Um, so you're growing up in Laramie, done with sports. Did you start working at a young age then? I did. Um, I, uh, so crazy, like for whatever reason, I love working. Like, <laughs> like most people I know, they're like, oh, I hate going to work or whatever. I love it. I love going out and, you, you know, being with the public. I think I got my first job. Um, shoot. I want to say I was, four, I, th I had to have been 15 at Dairy Queen. Okay. Like, I couldn't even drive to work. I was bumming rides <laughs> to work, which worked out because um, I had obviously Danny and Amanda and they would always harass me because I'd be like, take me to work. And they're like, why are you working? And I was like, I just want to, like, I'd rather work than do anything else, which is crazy, but I did. So yeah, Dairy Queen rocked it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't like working all that much. Um, I knew after watching like parents retire and people retire that I wasn't going to let my job define me as a person in life. And what do you do in IT? Um, fix classrooms. They're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And I'm like, 
good. It's not a defining moment. It doesn't define me. And rather do you find by many other things. I don't mind, but I don't know what I would do with my time if I wasn't working. I'd be like, what the heck do I do now? I did, you know, because of quarantine, but I still had work to do because I could still do it via my computer. But there were times where I was like, what would I do if I didn't have this work to do? Just pace around my house clean again? Like, I don't know. Like, how clean can I get? Right? Yeah. Yeah. How many projects finish? So I do wonder, yeah, what I would do if I didn't work. Or there was this, these former employees of mine, they brought in a name. If, if all your base bill, house, rent, all that stuff, mortgage, everything, what would you, and you could just work any job you want, regardless of pay, would you, what would you do? And I was like, I don't know. Work at a movie theater? I don't know. It didn't matter. Extra money, everything. What would you do? And so what do you think you would do since you enjoy working so much? So, you know, so I went down, um, my sisters and I, every year we go on a cruise together. So <laughs> I know this is, this is like a weird way to answer that question, but um, so it leaves from, um, it's called the rock boat. So it's, it's different bands and everything. And um, a couple years ago, it left from New Orleans. So we decided, of course, it was during Mardi Gras. So we're like, well, we're going to go down early and we're going to tour New Orleans and do Bourbon Street. And we had such an amazing time. And one of the things that we did down there um, was we took like a haunted ghost tour, like at <laughs> night, because you're in New Orleans, like you got to do it, right? Um. So while we were there, they um, obviously Hurricane Katrina had gone through and the city was still like recovering from that and everything. But there was um, a huge homeless problem. So like homeless people everywhere. So but they have this hospital. It's called Charity Hospital. It's in the middle of downtown New Orleans. It's abandoned because it had flood damage. So like if I like didn't have to work or if I had all my bills paid and everything like that, honestly, I would probably go down and try to get that revamped and turn it into a homeless shelter. So that way, like this huge hospital is actually put to use. And then I would be helping all those people to like do something. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Some charity work. It sounds like yeah. a great idea. Right? Awesome. But, and, I mean, it's sad that, that it's an abandoned hospital. and Right everything yeah. and it's i mean so be plus, yeah that is and that is great i can i don't know what i would do i really don't yeah well i would drink so, too uh, go, go back <laughs> after a while man how much can you drink like well i don't want to push that <laughs> but i mean yeah. like you know in this game as you life a whole lot and everything in your body. I spent a good chunk of my life, I think, drinking and DJing and then just hanging out there. And man, like all kind of stopped. And it was a ton. It's me a ton. I much as I used to, but I also lived the stories. So I've done it right. while drinking. See, well, and I kind of like, I, I, I spend my 
my my time, but I don't know. Maybe I would. No, if you don't, if you don't have to worry about being hungover at work, then why not drink? <laughs> right. Well, and the thing about it too is, is like I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like it's so funny because I actually it's a big joke with my family because I stopped drinking when I turned 21. <laughs> it was like, it's like, okay, it's, it's legal now. I don't need to, I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> so. You were breaking the law. Not oh, like you're just drinking. So you quit. Are you? I'm, no, I'm I was just saying. Right of drinking under age wasn't there once you turned on. And so you're like, oh, what's the point anymore? I kind of thought that when I got three, like the young 19 and 20 year olds coming to bars, I was like, you're going to be old and haggard soon in the bar. You'll have more. And I was like, cause you're 23 now, 21 is a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And also some people party a lot prior to 21 and uh, I only drank like for three years prior to 21. So it like, I was going to up anytime soon. 21 was a good time uh, as far as drinking went. Uh, so what made you stop drinking at 21? Like I, I 100% honestly, I had, um, I may or may not have had a fake ID <laughs> to get into the bars. Like we're not going to confirm or deny that. <laughs> But um, I did. I, I got in. I spoke about it many times on this show. <laughs> yeah, <but I> go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, but um, I, I literally like it, it. It really was like I turned twenty-one, and um, I was uh, Nolan. Nolan Morrison and I were roommates at that time, and we threw a huge like twenty-first birthday party, and we had a really good time. And then after that, it was like okay so now i need to like grow up <laughs> like what am i going to do with my life now so so that's probably because i think i i think it was the fact that i turned 21 i'd spent all those previous years um basically doing whatever i wanted went to the bars was going to school working three jobs going to the bars and then i was like okay now i need to be an adult like now's the time where i need to figure out what or who i'm going to be and so that's why i quit That's interesting. So when you finished high school, did you know you wanted to go to college? Were you going to go to college since you didn't like school all that much? Um, I felt you want, I, I didn't want to go. Did you go to UW or did you go somewhere? So I started at um, UW. I went to, I, and mm -hmm. honestly, I didn't want to, but that's just what was expected. Cause that's, that's, you know, Danny, when Danny graduated, he knew he wanted to work with the railroad. Like that, that was his goals. He wanted to get on with the railroad and that's what he wanted to do. And so he, um, went and he got on and he's still there. I mean, gosh, it's like what, 25, 30 years. And he's been there the entire time. Um, he got his degree while he was working. And then my oldest sister, Andra, she was going to school and Amanda was going to school. So it was like, okay, Katie, you need to go to school. So I did it. Um, I started at UW and I, I just did not, I, I didn't want to be there. Like I did it for a year and every time I would set foot on campus, I would be like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not what I want to be doing. Like I, I hated it. I was, and it, and I, 
because I had started working so much, I had so much save that I didn't have to take out student loans. Um, so I was like, oh. I'm paying money to do something I hate. You know, so yeah. I went there. Yeah. So I went there for, I think I did two years there. And then um, I transferred to a school in Minnesota because my oldest sister, um, she had met her, her husband. Now they've been married 25 years and um, he moved to Minnesota and she had three kids and she was like, you hate school. You hate Laramie. Like you're not happy. She goes, come with us to Minnesota. And I was like, okay. <laughs> So huh. I don't know why I thought a change like a different state, especially a colder one, because it was cold. <laughs> but I don't know why I thought that that would be different because I hated school just as much there. So. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you said Minnesota, right? What part of Minnesota? Is that right? So we um, went to Alexandria, Minnesota. What part? That's, it's, it's kind of Western. Minnesota, it's, did it's, it's kind of Western Minnesota. Where is that on the, in relation to everything? I'll to get so give it's people about, an idea of where it was at in comparison. So if you go to Minneapolis, St. Paul, it's like three hours west. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. I haven't spent much time there. I think I've just driven through Minnesota. That's about it. And so yeah. how long were you in Minnesota for? Um, so I was in Minnesota long enough um, to meet a guy. And we started dating. And then um, we were together for probably about a year and a half. So probably about... I was there probably about two years. And then um, I decided that we broke up and I was like, okay, I hate Minnesota. So I was talking to Amanda and Amanda was going to the University of Wyoming. And she's like, well, come back to Laramie, come back to Laramie. I was like, I don't want to go back. To, there's nothing for me in Laramie, Wyoming. And she's like, no, come on, come on. So I moved back to Laramie and I went to school. So at this point, like I said, started at UW, then I went to Minnesota. And then I went back to Laramie and um, I think I lasted maybe six months there. And then I met another guy and we got engaged. So um, he was, yeah. So he was from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. So yeah. So then I was like, he's like, well, you hate it here. And I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, well, come try Arkansas. Let's move back home. So then I transferred to the University of Little Rock, and I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. That's a long ways. And yep. were you in Little Rock beforehand, before you did adventure? <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd never been south of Nebraska. <laughs> but I was like, oh, wow. I was, yeah, I was I was young and and stupid and I was like, all right, let's go. So we moved down to Little Rock. Well, he had a huge family. Um, he was the oldest and he had seven little brothers and sisters. So um, that that was wow. like I thought our family was big, like being the youngest of four and 
but he was the oldest of, and the, I mean, it was just like our, our apartment was a revolving door for his siblings. <laughs> like you would, like, I remember at one, one Saturday I was getting up to go to work and, um, I counted and there were like 11 people in a two bedroom apartment. <laughs> it was like, this is insane. Wow. Yeah. How long did you last in Little Rock? Um, not very long. So <laughs> not very long because like, again, um, I was a little bit, I like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I went, I wanted to, I wanted to travel. I knew that I wanted to see, like, I wanted to see the world. Like I, I didn't not, I shouldn't say the world. I said, I wanted to see the United States. So at that point I decided, you know what, like, okay, this, this relationship obviously isn't going to work. I think I was like 20 or 19 or 20 at the time, just dumb. And I was like, okay, so broke off the engagement. And I decided that I would, I had a Camaro, like a Z28 Camaro and whatever fit in that car went with me. And I started just moving around to different places. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure my mom was like, yeah, <laughs> she, she told me that, um, like, she's like, I, and that was like, and you have to remember, this was like back in like 98, 99, like there were no, there wasn't really a lot of cell phones or zoom or FaceTime or, you know, like I'd check in when I check in and they'd be like, where are you now? <laughs> and I would, I would just be a different state. Like it, I'm like, Oh, I'm in Nashville or, Oh, I'm, over in Dallas, or you know, and it was insane. So, would you stay in these places? I'm sorry, what was that? How long would you stay in these places as you were checking out the United States? Would you stay, get a job? Would you live there for a month? How, yeah. So how long? So I literally would go, I'd find a place to stay and then I would find a job and I would immediately start saving up money, um, to transfer to the next place. So, um, I got on with, um, I got on with Home Depot actually at that point. And it was really funny. Like I, <laughs> I just went in there. Um, I think I went in to buy some like two by fours to, to build a bed frame because I just, I'm not one of those people that like has a mattress on a floor. I think that's gross. <laughs> like, some people do. I don't, it's cool. Like I see it all the time. Like a lot of people do it. <laughs> but, um, I have, but we'll do it again. Back in college, never again. Okay. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Like I'm nothing against anybody like teach their own. And I get it. Some people for whatever reasons, just not this girl. So, um, I was checking out and I started talking to this guy and he's like, you have a great personality. And I was like, okay, you're old. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not like gross. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm the store manager. He goes, I'm looking for someone, um, who can do customer service. And he's like, and I, I really think that you could, you know, calm some people down if they're upset. And so I'm like, well, okay. I went to Catholic school. I grew up being yelled at. Like <laughs> it goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so this was in 2000 and he's like, I'll tell you what, 
I'll pay you like 20 bucks an hour. And I was like, what? Yeah. I'm like, who that's, that's like a ridiculous amount of money. And he was like, no, he's like, he's like, this could be a career for you. And, um, so that's, so I started with Home Depot and then for the next couple of years, um, I just transferred wherever they wanted me to go because each transfer was a promotion. So. Military. Huh? Oh, I said it was like, like kind of was working that way. Each place you go is a better, it's more money. It's a better job. It may you may think, oh my God, now I'm in Jackson, Mississippi, but the next stop is Boise, Idaho, like that. It's like the military. Right. It's interesting yeah. how yeah. that worked. Wow. Yeah. Just by, yeah. he seemed like you hit a little bit. I, I, I've never just walked up to any girl on campus and I employ a lot of students and said, you would work great in IT. I just not sure. I mean, just because she was like working on her phone or something. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was definitely, well, and, and that's actually how I wound you, up. Yeah. Sorry. You, Sorry. My phone's cutting out. You know, what? You cut out of the second there. Sorry. Yeah. No. So that's, I was going to say, that's actually how I wound up in Lincoln to live. It brought you full circle. It did. did and that's back to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. That's I, awesome. uh, yeah. I came, I came up um, to visit Danny because Danny was living here. And I was in, at that time, I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And uh, I, I had some vacation and I didn't really have anything to do. And I was talking to Dan and he's like, well, why don't you come up and visit? And I was like, okay, you know, I'll come up and visit. And so I came up and I, I he was uh, living like right off of uh, intersection and ironically enough, they were building a Home Depot on the corner, like a mile down the road from where he was living. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, yeah, I know. So, and it gets even funnier. So then um, I still have my Camaro. I was driving around. And at this point, like it was like, it was expensive to maintain that that car was. And so I was talking to him. He goes, well, what are you going to do today? So, well, you know, I think I'm going to go trade the Camaro in. I kind of want um, like a four wheel driver and Explorer. Cause if I'm going to like move North, I need something that's not rear wheel drive. And, uh, he's like, well, what does it need? And so well, I think it just needs brakes and like some sparks, spark plug chained or whatever. And he's like, well, Hey, I'll tell you what, he goes, I have this friend, um, he's a mechanic and he has a 95 firebird. So I know he does stuff on the side. Let me call him and see if he'd be willing to do like your brakes or take a look at it for you. That way it'll save you some money or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. So um, I kid you not, he called his friend, his name's Dale and, uh, Dale, Danny got called out. He had to go to like Victorville, California or whatever <laughs> for the railroad. So he's like, okay, he's going to come by tomorrow when he gets off work. Just make sure you're here. Don't piss him off. He's like an amazing mechanic. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the faith, Dan, you know? And so, uh, he, uh, came over and I kid you not, um, I saw him and I was like, oh, shit, that is the guy I'm going to marry. 
the second I saw him. Oh, and okay. yeah. And um yeah, so I I and it's crazy because like if you would have asked me at any point in my life if I would have been like love at first sight or whatever that nonsense is, I would have been like no. But yeah, so um I met his friend and um we've been together now going on 21 years. Was he able to fix the Camaro? He was. He did. He fixed it. I guess the true question that really interrupted everything was that you live in Lincoln, but out of Lincoln and your internet is a different story and maybe breaking up because of yours. I thought it was mine. Um, probably a little bit of both, but explain your internet situation out there in the country. It did. So when, so he's a car guy, like that's, he, he, so he um, restores muscle cars. He um, like has, Trans Ams and Firebirds. So he, um, one of his things that he really wanted was he wanted to live on an acreage and have a big building. <laughs> so, so he could have a shop and he could, you know, for his hobby. And so we, uh, we ended up, you know, immediately kind of started looking and we found a, an acreage um, just outside of Lincoln. And so we live out here now with his big building and too many cars. <laughs> and not enough internet. And not enough internet. And it's, you know, what's so funny is um, my oldest sister, Andra, she works um, from home. And so she had, you know, during this whole pandemic and everything, she was able to um, come up and stay with us for like a week. And she's like, okay, she goes, but before I come there, she goes, you have to make sure your internet works because I work from home. And so she came up and she was able to work like the whole, the whole week. And she only had like one problem one day, but we were able to fix it. So. And folks have made them in mind. My computer doesn't have a list connect. And I had to move it from one port to another, which it seems like it's cleaned up some internet a little bit there. It's, it's weird. I work technology and now that everybody is on the internet right now at nighttime because of the pandemic and everything, um, I was worried we were going to crash it. I figured that was going to be, we we're going to crash Laramie's internet. Trace taking their online class students here, but not on campus. So I thought it was going to crash. So, I mean, it's in, it, not, I don't know anything about, I don't work with internet side. They don't teach us that side of my job. We just find where it comes out of the wall and everything, connect it to everything. Great internet speeds at the university. Yeah, of course, but not necessarily around town at home. Uh, we had CenturyLink for a while. I was not a big fan. Uh, we moved to the other internet here in Laramie, and I, they, I draw a blank. I'm a great commercial right now, and I uh, draw a blank on the provider. But uh, so you've been here with your husband for 25 years, and he's got a big old house, car shop. Are you still working at, at Home Depot? No. So, um, I was there for uh, like 14 years and it just got to a point where I, like you said earlier, like you didn't want work to define you. Yes. And, um, they were having, they had opened up another one in town and it's a lot of when you're the store manager, you know, I had 350 employees and then the other store, they needed me to run that one for a while. So there was a, a span there where, I was working like 85 hours a week, 90 hours a week. And I did that for a year and I came home one day and um, I told my husband, I was like, that, like I'm killing myself. 
like I literally, my health was terrible. I, um, even so after I came back to Lincoln, like I started, I, I had some friends and we play volleyball. We play in the summertime, we play sand volleyball. And in the wintertime we play court volleyball. And I had completely stopped doing that because I just didn't have any free evenings anymore. And I was like, you know, we always said that we would have a job to support our life. And like now my job is my life. And so um, we sat down and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. And that's, you know, and he was like, okay. (laughs) So I ended up, um, he's like, well, he's like, you're not just going to quit. And I was like, well, no, (laughs) I'm going to find another job. (laughs) But uh, so we decided, you know, we, we sat down and just decided that it, the, it wasn't worth it. The payout just wasn't worth it anymore. And um, I, I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my life just because I wasn't taking the time to take care of myself, you know, yeah. like, and it wasn't, and it's so funny because, um, I, I, like, I, I've, I've heard you talk about it. It's not the, the fact that you said, like, like I said, I was working 85, 90 hours a week, just killing myself, but I wasn't taking care of myself. So I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning and it would be two o'clock in the afternoon before I'd remember to grab a protein shake. You know, (laughs) you you can't do that. Like, so, um, I was like, you know what? I kind of, I think I want to do something fun. And he's like, something fun. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to run a toy store. So I went and I worked for Toys R Us. (laughs) That is, you just, you just appeal to your inner child with that one. Yeah. And so uh yeah that's that's interesting i mean toys r us and then they got a business sad oh, oh okay. yeah they, they totally did i so i went there and i was there um i think i was there like a year and um i came home one day and i told my husband i was like yeah they're, they're not gonna be around very much longer i need to start looking for another job <laughs> and he's like you can't know that and i was like yeah honey I'm good at my job and the way they're running stuff. Like I just, you can read the writing on the wall. Like, I mean, you've been there when you've been in. Yeah. You know, you know, like you can, when you can just start seeing when people are making desperate decisions, you know? Yeah. And you're like, so I I told him, I was like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to update my resume, throw it out there. I was like, I've got plenty of time, you know, to, to find something I want to do. And then, um, one of my former managers, that worked for me at Home Depot gave me a call. He's like, Hey, I saw you updated your resume on LinkedIn. You tired of toys? And I kind of started laughing. <laughs> I said, well, we knew it wasn't going to last. This was kind of like a de-stressor, get my life back on track, you know? And uh, he worked for Bed Bath & Beyond. And he's like, you know, um, I really think you get along with this guy. I want to like set you two up. They're kind of looking for someone possibly in the Lincoln Omaha area. Well, because of where I live, it's 20 minutes either way. I can be in Omaha 20 minutes or in Lincoln 20 minutes. And so uh, that was a huge asset to him because he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, we, we got some stuff that we, you could really help us with, with your skill set. And so then um, I've been with Bed Bath & Beyond now for four years. Oh, so. I like that store. I don't have one here, but I got, I, I got exposed to Bed Bath & Beyond in New York. It was, it was a, and it wasn't that far away from me, so it was I like it. 
I yeah. do recommend Half the Band. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I'm honestly, if you have a girlfriend, I'm the, I'm the best wife. <laughs> so, I, like, my girlfriend makes jokes. I'm the best house. I then clean. I do all the home stuff. I do like everything at home. I'm more home than she is because she's a funeral director. She gets called out. She's working a lot. She owns a funeral home. Um, my job, I can be home a little more. And so, yeah, and that does all that, half that stuff. So, yes, I like a good Bed Bath & Beyond for home yeah. furnishing stuff. So, keep up the good work. I know some, uh, hey, not 85 hours again. No. Yeah, no, like it's, and that's, that's the thing about it. Like the, the, just the, the company in general and, and the way they treat people is just so much better and it's just night and day different. And it's like, and it's, so it's funny too, because like the people that come in, like you're helping like people who have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> like, and it's surprising because it's like, um it's it's not like it's it's a pillow you know <laughs> it's not but like <laughs> but you you'd be surprised how many people struggle with like like how many people don't know what a duvet is you know <laughs> it takes a while yes yeah. the proper terminology yes yes yeah so it's fun that's good that's good so it's 20 out 20 hour Ooh, 20 minute commute it's good um yeah. i live in New York, I had a commute was few minutes. I know people that did it for hours. So you don't have to do anything crazy like that for your job. If you have to commute more than like an hour for work, think of a new job. So much right. wasted time driving. Right. And so I do have one more question. My last question I asked this of all the guests since the show is called All My Friends with Justin Flaskard. How did we meet? So I believe um, back in the day, and and again, well, names are remain anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but I was with um, some people who were going to a party at a place called the Compound, and huh. they needed a designated driver because they were going to, I believe, hang out with you and Ray and Robert. Huh. The compound. Was it the ranch? Huh? Was the name of the place the ranch, not the compound? I thought it was the compound, but um, anyway. It was, so house, I, it was the ranch. Yeah, I don't. The I, ranch. I just remember that they were like, hey, we need a designated driver and you're, you're driving. So... <laughs> So come meet these guys. They're pretty cool. And I believe I met like the three of you at the same time. And then you were DJing at the parlor. And then I want to say, was it, was the bar on, right on the corner of like Grand and Third? Was it Coyote Willies or Wild Willies? Wild Willies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One of the places. Yeah. I've DJed. Yeah. So. And so that's when I really started to get to know you is when, cause I would go there and you would be there. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think back too because I have to ask a question and I have to try to remember. Um, definitely, if you came out to the ranch, uh, that was the name of Ray's house. That's a very okay. good possibility. We definitely knew your sister, Katie. 
Yeah. And so there had been sort of informal of knowing uh, your sister, Amanda, sorry, you're Katie. Duh. We knew your sister, Amanda. And there had been some sort of tie-in for us to know. Maybe she, you drove her out there for all I yep. know. Uh, yes, the ranch. And yeah, it was at Wild Willie's in the parlor everywhere I've DJed in this town. Um, parlor and Lovejoy's was where I made my name of, of sorts. Wild Willie's okay. would be like a stop there along the way. Or I'd bounce. I was a bouncer at Wild Willie's too for a long time, which I hated bouncing because you actually had to interact with drunk people, make sure that they're of age to drink. Because DJ, it didn't matter. I was like, you got her. You want to use it? Cool. You can be as drunk as you want. I don't care. And right. so that was the, the funner part of DJing and such. And so I want to thank you for being on the show and dealing with all this technology issues. I hope that I can edit it up and take the delay in our response to yeah, each other. Sorry. I've, I've, it happened. It's all right. I, I've seen it happen to the best of us. A daily show. And it happens to Trevor and Noah and they, it's a million dollar show and he'll be talking to like uh, freaking Bruce Springsteen and you get the, ah, 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 you know, delays and stuff like that. So we're, we're no different than them and right. that technology will slow us down. So hopefully the next time we talk, it's in person. Agreed. A thousand percent agreed. Maybe this summer we'll, but we'll it'll all be cleared up and we'll come out for some Jubilee days. Oh, that'd be rad. We do uh, for Jubilee days where I invite everybody from Laramie High School, usually on a Saturday, the Saturday of Jubilee days, right after Brewfest, uh, we meet at Mulligan's and it's usually people into the high school in the nineties or such, but it's everybody knows somebody. We don't try to be having kids that are there from their year reunion or anything like that. It's, it's usually an older group of folks. And so you can either, you're leaving, they're leaving downtown, coming there, and then going, or you're going there, then going downtown. What's well, a fun couple of hours? And so I'll keep you informed if everything goes to plan. It's been rescheduled for a year. And so, yes, a person, Absolutely. we don't have to do those pop. But I want everybody, I want to hug everybody. And I'm going to probably put myself on Facebook moratorium so I don't learn anything more so we can get ready to talk about it in person. Sounds like a plan. Thanks for being on the show. All right, bye. Folks, truth be told, we had a total shutdown of the interview because of the internet quality. And I think my internet wireless adapter was acting up as well and may have been the culprit of the whole bad streaming quality. I moved it to a different port. It seemed to help out a little bit, but my cell phone and other devices in the house said I had a high-speed internet connection to the house and in the house, but just not on that computer. Weird. Because I work in IT and I couldn't figure out why that computer was not wanting the internet or connecting like it should until after the fact or way too late after the fact. But hopefully you understood the interview. And I'm still kind of shocked that Home Depot moved Katie around for her job as she got promoted and it landed her in Lincoln, Nebraska, where she grew up. Then her brother introduces her to a guy that would turn out to be her husband and this wasn't a blind date or to set up or anything like that but it was possibly to have him fix her car 
amazing, great story. Friends, if you're feeling in a giving mood, please give the show some love. Like it on Facebook. Follow it on Podbeam. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Feel free to repost the show to your friends. And I'm going to have a winter break coming up, a winter break for my job. And I plan on making some upgrades to the show and get it on more platforms. If you listen to the the podcast or you listen to other podcasts on different platforms, I'm going to try to get it on all the other cool platforms out there. So be on the lookout for that. And well, on to the next episode.